the first the first thought for me is even if we don't talk you can read my body language right you can read we mm -hmm. can you can read me as you were a moment but ago but, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you're here somewhere is that is that where it's yes, holding yes so just yeah I'm Sergio Acosta, and this is Dance in Conversation. Welcome. I started this podcast a bit tense. No relax at all. And Jeva tried to help to point out how I was holding myself from my upper back. She has been dancing tango for years and has developed an uncanny ability to read other people's bodies. This is about communication and how it starts at the most physical level. Because my body talks, whether I like it or not, and my body is needed so that I relax into it and find a way to really listen to others. Maybe I'm more like, you know, exposed to You have more practice. Yeah, yeah, you kind of, you know, like learning tango and looking at your own body, looking at others' bodies, you just... You have lots of you, you, you pick up, so whether you want it or not, you will pick it, pick it up, hmm. you know? Like, for example, I remember once I was in the Malanga and the guy I was dancing with, I was just dancing with him and he said, relax your, sh relax your shoulder, your your neck, relax your neck. Mm. Uh, and he he did not look at me, he was just dancing with me, but he was feeling mm. that I had tension in there. Of course, posture matters when you're dancing tango. Yeah. But posture matters also when you are not dancing, when you are going out. Yeah. So. As you but said. in general, like in generally, if you're like in a bad mood or if you're disappointed in something, you would yes, you would shrink in, you know. Or if you, are your, your in body, meeting, your body responds. If you're, if you're in a meeting that makes you feel a bit like I don't know what I'm doing here, uh -huh. you would feel some tension somewhere in your back or somewhere. Like I usually feel it in my back. And then what do you do? I'm curious. Uh, try to uh, try to relax that part of that the part, body where yeah. you feel yeah. that something is blocking yeah your breathing, uh, breathing. your um, mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. what we are talking about is that the body always speaks mm. yeah. eloquently yeah more than words mm. um Obviously, when you dance, it's a physical thing, dancing. It's a physical kind sort of communication, because when you dance, you are not talking. Uh, rather, I would say you're not normally not using your head, or not as much, but rather you're using your body to communicate. Yes, when you... When we talk about followers and, leader, and leaders, we are talking about invitations, signals. Uh. 
One thing that I would add though, that in Tango you're not just communicating the body. The body is a big part of it, of course, and the communication is very, very subtle. Um, but the next level of communication that happens in Tango is the communication that is not captured. It just happens. Uh, like you know that in this moment, this person feels connection with you, or if there is a connection, or that you both feel something in that moment or that you both appreciate something in that moment. It just two people come together. But it's not, you know, it's maybe it's created by physical movement, uh, that moment, but it's beyond the physical moment. It happens on the energy level that you both mm. understand that mm. you come together <coughs> and you feel you both come together in that moment and you are in the same space if you like in on the energetical level now in communication as always as much as you are transmitting or saying something even unconsciously um there's always an element of responding to that obviously you are always talking one way or another um But you also need to listen and be there with full attention, with full attention. Because what's coming from the other person is a response to what you say, signal, suggest, with words or with body language. When we talk about It's a very subtle communication and like first of all I think in the in the beginning of the journey we learn to respond to the physical level of that subtle communication with one another if we continue to respond to just the physical level of okay I mean he's you know He's indicating I'm going backwards. Um, that's a physical response, right? Mm -hmm. But there is the next level is to respond for me. I mean, for me, you have to take all and everything that's happening in account to be fully present. So for me, like, just the physical communication you can you can keep at that level and you can still enjoy with the music but i think what it means to be really present is to to connect beyond that connect on the different level and i think what for me what it means is is really to like any person that you're dancing with 
they're not just um, they're not just qualities that you see they're not just you know eyes or skin tone or clothes that they're wearing or the way they dance the way they step there is so much more to that person and whatever that more is you want to connect with what there is more in them another thing that might come into place and could act as a block in the communication is um, judging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We sometimes uh, in interaction with others come with a preconceived notion of what the other person is. And instead of being, as you say, fully present, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, and listening and getting what the other person is, not only saying, but is, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you come with your own ideas, your, your own judgment about the other person. And that in a way creates a... Uh, a screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's you can still see through the screen, but it's blurry. You don't see the other person clearly because you have put your own ideas and your own judgments. That prevents you to really get uh, what the other person is. I guess that could happen also in the dance floor, where. Even though you are in a close embrace, that feels could feel intimate or not, but you are there with full. I mean, physically, how close, how close you can be, mm-hmm. but then still, your mind could be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or judging your partner, how she moves, how she's missing the step, how she's not really good at pivots or whatever. Instead mm-hmm. of instead of just being there and respond to whoever she is or whoever he is. So I guess it's an element there of being open to what it is, mm-hmm. not what you think or it should be or what you think this person is. You know, I like the way you said that, you know, we often are followed by our judgments, right? And our mm-hmm. judgment is the correct one because <laughs> you know, <laughs> I am not right. You, c- I cannot be wrong. Yes. You know, um, I, I can only be right, and that's just yeah. given. Like we have that. It's, it's something that comes with. You know, when we come to this life, mm-hmm. we learn that I'm right, and and you want to be right all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when when you mentioned about the blur- blurry vision you might not know that this vision is blurry <laughs> mm, <laughs> because it's you your right it's it's your vision of course. so my vision is right you might not be aware that this. i will not be aware that uh, yeah. my vision is blurry and that i you know and you know i might be thinking i'm actually doing my best and i care about you 
and I do the right thing, right, and I have right intentions, I have very good intentions, but if I have, but I still have or hold some judgment. This is another element in the communication dynamics in a couple or with friends or anybody is that um, whatever happens in a relationship or in the dance if you focus this way that is not necessarily genuine you start putting the blame on the other and if someone asks you what's going on with your partner and and you just put the blame on the other and just pointing oh something she's off or she doesn't pay attention to what I say or he goes to work and doesn't kiss goodbye and complains that you may yeah, might have at any particular moment but you are blaming the other mm-hmm. you know unaware completely completely uh, maybe simply unconscious that you also have a part in that dynamic even the caring energy can be um, harmful to another person even if we don't want that um, a few years ago I, s- I, I had a, a conversation with a friend that just comes to my mind and mm-hmm. Um, she was she was a bit concerned about her relationship with her partner and Mm -hmm. she was not there was no doubt about it there was a love between them and if he's a good person and you know that she also loves him right but the um, the concern was that uh, she was concerned that he's not able to create the future for them in terms of, you know, how active he is, um, Mm. what he's doing at the moment. Um, And and she was focusing, all her attention was focused on him. (laughs) So she was telling him what exactly he needs to do. Of course, with all the, you know, great intentions she wanted to help him so Hmm. you know in all ways she was trying to support and but she was telling okay why don't you do this why don't you do this why don't you do this Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and of course i mean but of course he was not responding to that because it was not his own vision and and also because maybe he didn't need that from her and it's there's no wrong in this. No. It's, it's, just, it's just what happens, right? But her, she was putting that energy onto him. And of course, he was feeling it. Um, mm. In every day, he was feeling it. So it was almost impossible for him to get out of that cycle where he actually feels confident. Mm-hmm. to himself to mm-hmm. get back on track to find his feet on the ground because she was constantly there for him worrying about him worrying about if he's mm-hmm. going to uh, to 
to, to create the future, right, for, for them, <laughs> if it's going to be able to take care of things. Um, so that's just a, a very simple, um, a very simple example. I think this is an, a little step that we could make to um, start making progress in our communication dynamics. Shift the attention. Why don't you start saying, for instance, okay, what I'm bringing here, what I'm bringing to the relationship, and identify your own energy, I suppose. I would also ask the question, and maybe maybe prior to that, what I'm br before before I'm asking what I'm bringing into the relationship, I would ask what do they need from me what is it that they do what is it that they are needing what do they need mm -hmm. and very often the answer is very clear it's an instant answer you know they need to feel support yes they mm. need they <coughs> need to feel that I'm proud of them. Um, they need to feel that I will leave them to do their things and I will focus maybe on myself. Yes, of course. But I think that the question is, what, what do they need? Um, yeah. What do they need? But to get there, I think you need to take responsibility of your own energy and your own intentions. And that's where we many times fail, you know. That's why we tend to put the blame on others instead of, okay, where's my energy here? You know, what intention do I have? And when you come with the, with the best quality of your energy and you come with the cleanest of intentions, that's when you can create a space to even recognize the need of the other, to start reading a bit better beyond the words, beyond the gestures, beyond the external behaviors. You can start, uh, yeah, actually seeing what's beyond the surface. last few weeks, Eva and I have been preparing a workshop to explore this topic in depth. I would love everybody to take part. If you are interested, check the details in the description of this podcast. In the meantime, listen to this and learn one little secret. Um, <coughs> well, first of all, let me say that I'm very happy to be again with you. Um, Let's let's breathe. Let's breathe. Let's be present a bit. Let's give me some couple of couple of seconds. Um, you know what I do? I just try to feel my like even if I'm not comfortable, not confident. You know, like person anxiety going I just feel to 
I just like to feel my my frame, who's what's holding me. Mm-hmm. And then I just, you know, it's not often, sometimes I do this, you know, but it's good just to like feel, but, but like feel spine up and just feel, okay, I've got my spine here, you know, mm-hmm. and then to breathe. That's, that's, I do that. <laughs> I'm going to try that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>